Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Tuesday. The Packers making some news today, making a few hires, or at least those hires becoming public knowledge due to the intrepid reporting of Tom Silverstein and a few others. Packers continue to make moves on their defensive coaching staff. Um, obviously, None of these guys are going to come in and completely change the culture, but having new voices inside the building is always a good thing, when, especially when you're going and embarking on a pretty significant transition on one side of the ball, like the Packers are on the defensive side. Um, most significant, significantly, Anthony Campanelli is coming in from the Miami Dolphins to coach the linebackers. He was their linebackers coach, and in a bit of a funny twist. Joe Barry is going to Miami to coach their linebackers. So a bit of a switch there. Campanelli was interviewing for defensive coordinator positions, actually, one in Miami as an internal candidate and also interviewed in New York with the Giants. But he will be coming to Green Bay to coach the linebackers. And I'm sure most people on the Internet at this point have seen this clip from in-season hard knocks down in Miami. But if you haven't, Here's a little taste of Coach Campanelli. I'll try and read this. I went to first grade twice, so I'm going to try and read this right. But imagine for a moment, if you can, a man running down the street with all your worldly possessions, taking from you everyone that you have ever loved and everything that you hold dear. I guarantee you will find a way, by any means necessary, to stop that man. That very simply put is pursuit. That's football at its best. That's us. At our best, you're at your best when you're doing things for people you love. All the time you practice, all the time you spend away from the people you love, okay? Our job is on Sunday, literally, to honor those people. That's it. That's our job. Go out there and honor the people you love. Play as fucking hard as you can. Attack the fucking ball like it's some guy running down the street where your mother... Your father, I don't I don't know who the my kids, whatever. Like that would make me out of my fucking mind. There ain't no fucking way that guy's getting away from me. And you certainly ain't anybody getting in my fucking path to block me, to stop me from bringing them back in my life. That ain't gonna fucking happen. Now I'm ready to run through a wall, just like I'm sure many of you are, but you gotta remember, as feisty and as great as that is, doesn't mean much without the teaching aspect when it comes to coaching. I'm very excited to watch this guy out on uh, Ray Nitschke Field, of all places, this summer, getting after his crew, getting after those linebackers, and instilling not only that passion and fire in his charges, but also teaching them, because that's the most important part of coaching. But I'm not going to deny, seeing that and hearing that, man, sure feels like a certain ingredient that has not been around 1265 especially on the defensive side of the ball for quite some time and i'm excited to see if that is able to kind of manifest itself and play style you guys have heard me talk about play style so many times at this point i'm sure you're sick of it almost as sick as i was of watching joe barry's crew but that that just that idea of pursuit and using the lombardi quote that's good man that's some good motivational technique right there. Again, it has to be married with technique and teaching, but man, that that's that's a good first impression to be making. There's zero doubt about that. Uh, in addition to Campanelli, uh, Jason 
Rebrovich, whose name I always screw up, is going to be moving to a full-time defensive line coaching. Uh, he was the outside backers coach who was hired last year after Mike Smith left for Minnesota. Um, he will be coaching defensive line full-time, along with Vince Ogobas, who is coming in from Boston College, who coached with Halfley there. Uh, he will be the assisting Rebrovich. So those are your new hires, your new kind of voices in the room, as it were. And that is, sounds like a pretty significant voice. Um, on top of all this, uh, Silverstein also reports that the Packers are indeed moving to a 4-3 concept, 4-3 defense in their base concept, which I'm still going to be fascinated to see how they utilize some of the sub packages and things of that nature. I know Halfley throughout his tenure at Ohio State and a few other stops certainly kind of mixed and matched and was very multiple. I still think that will probably be the case, but it sure feels like the base and their kind of core concepts are all going to be four, three based, which is a pretty significant change in Green Bay, Wisconsin. They've been obviously in a three, four based system since Dom Capers came in. And that was quite a while ago. So I know Brian Gutekunst has said not much will change as far as the type of players he looks for or looks at. I do think there'll be you know, a, a few differences here or there, especially when it comes to the defensive front, um, the types of guys they look at for the line and the types of guys they look at at backer. Uh, one of the things that I'm most excited about with a switch to a 4-3 concept is allowing Quay Walker to be the will. Um, it's something I've been talking to a couple people about, but that should free him up to use that athleticism and really get after things, really get after sideline to sideline pursuit and get out of the way of some of those, uh, you know, things that interior linemen getting up on top of him in the run game and things of that nature. Hopefully this uh, allows him to really reach his full potential. Cause like I said, a couple, I think it was last week. I think he had a really solid, really good year to springboard into what should be his prime. I think he is set to be a star and this type of system should help him reach that. Hello everyone in the comment section. So good to see you all. Hope you're all doing well. William starting us off with a super chat. What's up, man? Do you feel an upgrade at center is needed? That's an interesting question, William. I think we talked a little bit about this yesterday. I don't think it's out of the question that they might find a center in the draft that they like and or love and take him. Um, I don't think it's necessary. I think you can win big with Josh Myers at center. Uh, they've done so. You know, they've certainly shown over the course of the last like two months of the season that they can operate at a pretty damn high level offensively with Josh at center. But I don't think that stops them from looking. You know, the, the option is there. Kyle, what's up? With the coaching changes, we learned about the switch to 4-3. Do you think it would be more likely to be a 4-2-5 base and a 4-3 on running downs? Go Pack Go. Or Hampshire Military Packers. What's up, Military Packers? Yeah, I think the early downs are where you'll see a lot of the 4-3 stuff come into play. And, yeah, the 4-2-5 base, I mean, that's kind of what, you know, Gutekunst was talking about at his presser. Um, I do think, though, early downs, yeah, that's when you're going to see three linebackers on the field more often than not. But I think it's going to be somewhat dependent on the opponent, right? If you're facing someone who likes to spread it out and throw it all over the yard, you're probably not going to see a whole lot of that. Um, but if you do come up against an opponent who does like to run the football, is a little bit more power-oriented, then, yeah, you'll probably see a lot more 4-3 on first downs, regular running downs, and things like that. Dylan, what's up? 
Carry the tea in turtleneck town. <laughs> man, that turtleneck post is going to live in infamy. John, how are you, man? I would run through a damn brick wall for Campanelli. I mean, hard not to after that clip, right? I mean, look, I'd be kidding you if I didn't tell you. Yeah, that got me pretty damn excited. But again, it has to come with teaching and technique. You have to be able to play with controlled passion and rage. That is the key, and that is the trick. And you have to be smart, and you have to know your technique, and you have to lean into your technique while filtering through the rage. It's a tricky proposition. Dennis, what's up, man? Aaron, do we know they are hiring a cornerbacks coach or are Halfley and Downer going to handle the pass game slash DBs? I know Downer's sticking around, um, and I know Greg Williams is out the door. I don't know if they're done yet, though. I think there's a possibility they could still bring someone in for that very reason, but uh, at the moment, I don't think they have. But um, TBD, I think, is uh, is the best uh, answer right now. Relax142, what's up? Bears still suck. You are correct, sir. Christopher, what's going on? Campanelli fired me up like Kevin Green vibes did. Yeah, man. Uh, you need you need a couple guys like that on staff, right? Get them going. Offer up that juice, as it were. And he sure seems to have that in spades. No doubt about it. Mario, what's going on? How similar are Wicks and Adams in their first years? Oof, that's an interesting comp. I know people have made that comparison because of Wicks' ability at the line of scrimmage and his... Uh, really advanced release, uh, especially, you know, some of those things that you saw him do to corners when he was inside the formation. Maybe that's cooking with gas. I don't know. It's weird because, you know, I think Devontae got more prominent opportunities when guys got hurt in front of him. Um, you know, you remember the Patriots game and the Cowboys playoff game. But I think Wicks got more overall opportunities and seemed to do a lot with them. Um, now, he was out for a couple stretches with injury, right? But, yeah, I don't know. They're similar. I think Wicks has got a long way to go before we start talking about, you know, oh, he's Devontae. But I could see the similarities, especially with his ability getting off press and getting off the line of scrimmage. Certainly a lot to like there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. No doubt about it. Jeez, had Joey. What's going on, man? He was meant to be a Green Bay coach using a Vince quote. I mean, it was preordained, right? It was in the it was in the stars, essentially. Mimsy, how you doing, man? Goot traded Barry to Miami for a stud coach. Genius. Yeah, it is. You know, it is kind of funny how, like, you know, clearly Mike McDaniel and Matt Lafleur have worked together for a long time, both in Washington, San Francisco, what have you. Uh, they are certainly friends. And like the incestuous nature of the coaching fraternity is always so interesting, right? Like, okay, you take the, that, like, you have my linebackers, I'll take your linebackers coach. And I know it's not quite that, but you know, there's a wide swath of people to choose from yet. You know, this corridor seems to be pretty narrow sometimes. Aaron, did you see the pick of the new defensive line coach? Wow, a player maybe even now. Uh, Kerry, I did. Yes, he uh, played for Duke. Uh, big dude. Excited to see uh, how he coaches him up this summer. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Um, what else we got? Hey, man, with the receiving core looking more than promising and deep, do the Packers draft another if there's one there that is the best, best player avail available? Nick? I would uh, point you to my chat yesterday. Yes, a thousand percent. If there's somebody available and he is their most highly rated player and they think the valuable the value is too incredible to pass up, no question about it. Now, I don't think that automatically means like if there's a good wide receiver, they will draft him. I don't think that's the case. But, you know, if you get to a certain point in the draft and you have a guy rated, say, you thought was going to be gone in the first 20 picks and he's sitting there late, round two yeah you probably pull the trigger you know can't have too many good football players david thanks for the super chat man next with the emergence of former players making the change to coaching do you see any recent packers retirees making the jump to the packers staff i don't know david that's a, such a personal thing um i was actually just talking to a former player uh late last week about that transition right and i'll never forget when Leroy butler first started 
kind of dabbling in the idea of being a coach. And he, I think he was on Mike Sherman's staff for a summer, just at kind of an interim basis. And, you know, he understood pretty quickly what it entailed. And that's not for everybody. I mean, I think there are guys who are undoubtedly suited to it, who just don't want to commit to the grind. And it is a grind. And you are away. I mean, that clip suggests it, you know, you're away from the people you love a whole hell of a lot, you know, especially if you're a coach. So I just don't know, you know, it's hard to say. I think there's plenty of guys who are smart enough to do it and are probably good, good enough communicators to do it. But man, they don't want to commit to that life. That's a very personal decision that it becomes tough for me to sit here and say, oh yeah, he'd be great because maybe, but I mean, if his heart's not in it and there's no desire there, then that doesn't really mean it, mean much, you know? Overshadow, what's going on, man? Seven is a will, but do we have a Sam and a Mike? Well, that will be the trick, right? Especially when it comes to um, Devondre Campbell most likely moving on. Um, we got some openings there. And I think Isaiah McDuffie will play a role. Um, especially with Halfley having, you know, a history with him. But I think that's one area where you're going to see a pretty, I don't want to say significant, but you'll see an uptick of additional talent and uh, acquisition, whether that's in free agency or the draft. I think you're going to see some bodies there, no doubt. Oh, boy. Brandy, thanks for being a Care of the G Club member and a moderator here at Cheesehead TV. All these new parts on the defense will require some troubleshooting. Looking forward to see the vision with the player acquisition and scheme. Progress. Yeah, you're not you're not off. You're not wrong. Um, there are a lot of kind of fits that have to be worked out, right? And this is part of what Brian was talking about in his press conference when he said there were going to be conversations with veteran players about how they fit, where they fit, how they're going to be utilized, how that might differ from what they've done so far in their time in Green Bay, things of that nature. And all of that is just at the kind of early days, kind of formational time right now in Green Bay. That's what's going on. You know, they're trying to look at tape and see the scheme and how they can transition these guys and kind of fit them where they need them. And maybe, hey, there's every possibility that maybe they don't need them. Maybe they don't fit. Those are some of the conversations they're having right now. Jason, what's going on, man? Loved your show with Renner. Will that happen more often this offseason? I hope so. Uh, I know Mike uh, at the Messenger, the Messenger shutting down. He's probably a bit of a free agent at the moment. Uh, I got to imagine he'll catch on somewhere and be covering the draft as he should because he's excellent. Um, yes, hopefully. Mike and I love, always love talking to Mike, and hopefully I'll see him at the Combine in Indy in a couple weeks. We need another Quay Walker. Rob, it'd be nice. It'd be very nice. Adrian, what's going on? What do you think has to happen for Jordan Love to supplant Giannis as Wisconsin's most popular athlete? I mean, I don't know. Is there a list? I don't know. Just keep winning, putting up big numbers, be a good dude off the field. You know, I I think Giannis holds a very particular place in Wisconsin sports fans' hearts for good reason. Not only is he one of the best at what he does, but he seems like a super good dude off the field, has a great sense of humor. You know, I, for Jordan Love, you know, just keep your head down. Keep doing what you're doing. He doesn't really seem to be a guy who's yearning for that kind of attention, right? I think he wants to do his job and hopefully have a good time doing it and win a Super Bowl or two. It'd be nice, right? 
obviously I think that will help get to that kind of level, but right now it's such early days. I, I you know, it's kind of impossible to say. Other than yeah, go win a Super Bowl. That'll help. No doubt. Uh Mimsy, what's going on? What's it going to take for Jordan to run more? I'm so fascinated I still get this. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not so, you know, I like the plays when they're called and he does end up running or when the pocket breaks down and he utilizes his legs a little more, but he's put the ball on the carpet a couple of times. Like before we start running more, let's make sure Jordan's being careful with the football. Ball is life. The reason the Packers won so many games with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Yes. He threw a bunch of touchdowns. Yes. It was big numbers and all that, but he took care of the football, not just by avoiding interceptions, but by not fumbling. It's uh, there are incredible numbers. I remember McGinn did a thing, a breakdown of Rogers' game, and like how insanely careful he was with the football in all aspects. You can't the you, the ball's way too precious, and Jordan gave it up at least twice this year. Like I'm all for running. You got to do it smart. You got to take care of the football. Craig, what's up? Nags, did you see the Packaday podcast? The talk about Halfley, great watch. Echoed a lot of what you were saying. Uh, I have not yet, but I will probably get to it tonight. Um, I always kind of line up stuff throughout the day that I want to go back to in the evening and take a listen or a look at, and that will be one of them. But I'm sure I have zero doubt. Uh, Andy does great, great stuff each and every day. <laughs> Jordan is a Packer and Giannis is a Buck. Jordan could run for governor and win. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously the Packers rule the state and the minds of Wisconsinites. Obviously it's bred like deep in our core and it's part of our, in our blood and what have you. But man, Giannis is a special dude and a special kind of superstar. The fact that he stayed in Milwaukee and could have gone, could have bolted a couple of times and didn't and stayed and won a championship and then, you know, decided to stick around again in the modern NBA landscape that's pretty damn special. So, I mean, you're right. The Packers are, you know, the pinnacle, whatever. But Giannis is a whole other world unto himself when it comes to, like, a special star athlete, especially in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, there's there's no doubt he has reached a very, very, very rarefied kind of place. Um, Josh, I may have missed it from a previous chat, but you feel AJ Dillon is coming back or do they go replacement in the draft or even free agency? I'd be shocked if they utilized free agency to bring in a running back, but I've been shocked before. Um, I do think there's a very good chance they draft a running back. There's a possibility that AJ is back on what would have to be a team friendly deal, but I think it's remote. I think there's a good chance that they move on, but you know, I say that and I'll get done here and they'll be uh, announcing an extension. So we'll see. Mm. Nags, are we signing Chris Jones, Jalen Johnson, T Higgins, and Jared Allen this off season? Yes. Jared Allen's coming out of retirement to play for the Packers. Good call. Uh, got to draft a running back with Jones going into his eighth season. Oh, a hundred percent. I, like I said, I'll be very surprised if they do not draft one. We have a chargers fan, a chargers fan in the chat. What's up? Chargers fan bolt up. I have a soft spot for the chargers. Cause, uh, Corey Lindsley played there and, uh, the Lindsley's are awesome people. And to see them out there with their young family, 
having a good time and the way the Chargers treated them well. Bolt up. Uh, Tim, what's going on, man? Since Jordan has caught on so quick, shouldn't we draft an awesome O-line so we're unstoppable? Packers first in Wisconsin without question. Go Pack. Well, I mean, draft an awesome O-line. I mean, would it were that simple? Would that it were that simple? Um, anybody know that movie? No, probably not. Um, I mean, yes, they're always going to be looking to upgrade the offensive line. Um, and look, this is a draft where there is a pretty good amount of depth everywhere across the offensive front. So I think they'll continue to address it. I doubt it's probably early, like premium draft capital, but they've had incredible success finding guys on day three who are really good and are able to step in and, you know, help right away. Um, you know, I do think there's zero, zero doubt that, you know, you're always competing and you're always trying to find guys to compete. And whether it's center, whether it's right guard, there are going to be spots that are going to be available, you know? So yeah, you want to keep your quarterback upright and you want to be able to utilize that running game to help your quarterback as well. And all of that happens with the offensive line. So I think there's zero doubt Brian will be looking in that regard. <laughs> David, thanks for the super chat. Tell them to keep Aaron Jones, please. David, no fear there. Um, Brian Gutekunst put it as plain as he could. Aaron Jones is going to be back. Now, what what they do with his contract, I don't know. Or even if, if they touch his contract, maybe they don't. I think they probably do. But, uh, yeah, their, their plan is to bring him back. It's just a question of what's going to happen behind him and or going forward after he, you know, reaches either the end of this deal or the end of his career, what have you. Got to start planning for the future if you're the Green Bay Packers when it comes to the running back spot, no doubt. Uh, what do I think the love contract will look like? Four years, $200 million baseline. Somewhere around there. That's my guess. We'll see. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channel. Someone asking about Lou Nichols. He is on the practice squad for the Philadelphia Eagles. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Patreon members, Carry the G Club members here on YouTube, the information for happy hour is on your respective pages. We're kicking off at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. I'll see you there. The rest of you, I'll see you tomorrow on Packers Daily. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.